0: Hi, this is Jeff in Sachse, Texas, and just like Bob, I'm a tactical guy, and I like a tactical podcast. Uh, Jeff, wait a
1: minute. That's practical guy and practical podcast.
0: Oh, never mind.
1: Hello shooters, I'm Bob Maine. Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop. Well, this is episode 480, closing in on 520 more episodes to go before I get to 500. Not yet sure what I'm going to do when I get to episode 500. I'm going to do something, maybe take a break, maybe kind of have a special... You know, type of an episode uh, for 501 or something like that. That's going to be several months down the road by the time I hit 500. But it's been a long time goal of mine and I'm getting close. As I've always mentioned, as long as you keep listening and supporting the show, I'll keep on doing it in one way or another. So this episode, I want to talk about two primary topics. I'm going to talk about the CZ Scorpion uh, Pistol Caliber Carbine. It's actually a pistol that I got a chance to borrow and shoot thanks to Ben Branham. and I'll be talking a little bit about that that I got to shoot last weekend in a competition match. And Then I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, handgun sights. I've got a good voicemail that I'm going to play for you that raises a real good question about pistol sights. So I want to get started by reminding you this show is sponsored by Concealment Solutions, makers of fine holsters, concealmentsolutions.com. I've got several of them. A lot of people like the inside the waistband Black Mamba. A lot of people like the outside the waistband Cobra. And the guarantee, the service that Jason provides is awesome. He doesn't just pay me to advertise, but he also gives me some product at discount rates, but I have been using them for several years. I don't like to really have a sponsor or run ads unless I actually use the product. I think that's only fair. Um, So check them out, concealmentsolutions.com. You get a 10% discount if you use the coupon code HANDGUNWORLD at checkout. HANDGUNWORLD at checkout. That's all one word. I no longer have ammo.com as a sponsor. But Concealment Solutions, definitely, and uh, just absolutely great stuff. You can see myself and Ben Branham at our Modern Handgunners YouTube channel. That's our free site, by the way, Modern Handgunners on YouTube. We just did extensive video reviews on the new competition holsters that Jason at Concealment Solutions is building. He's got great competition holsters out there with a phenomenal clip design, very fast draw, just so, so well set up for competition. So you can watch Ben and myself. We get some pretty good speed. Uh, check us out, ModernHandGunners.com on YouTube. I'm sorry, ModernHandGunners.com is the website or go to YouTube.com slash ModernHandGunners. Search us, you'll find us there and look uh, subscribe to that YouTube channel and uh like the page and all that other good stuff. So let's start with an excellent voicemail that I recently received. Hey Bob, it's Dave in Utah. Uh, I had a question for you. In your recent uh Facebook episode you uh
0: you mentioned that you were gonna install some uh, Trigicon H D sites on uh one of your pistols. Uh, and I just had a question. So uh, on my Sig, I've been using the Sig Light night sights that basically came with it, and um, they still work fine. But the uh, I think the tritium is getting dimmer and dimmer, so they're probably going to need to be replaced soon. And I'm trying to decide if I want to spend the extra money to get Trigicon HDs or if I just want to get another set of uh, Sig Light night sights.
1: Okay, great question. Thank you, Dave. He's a regular listener and a regular contributor, and I appreciate a lot of his questions. So, let's talk about sites. Sites you've heard people say is kind of a personal preference, and that is true to an extent. There are certain site designs that I think work better than others. Now, you got to remember something. My point of view is an everyday guy's point of view because that's who I am. I am not a firearms industry insider, not really a firearms industry expert. I'm just an everyday guy and I take my Second Amendment rights seriously and I shoot often and I have tried a lot of things and since 2005 I've been doing this. So just experience has taught me a few things. But really, you're just going to get an everyday man's point of view on this kind of stuff. So here goes about sights. I think what Dave was referring to is I recently got some XS sights, XS F8 sights, XS sights. And they are called F8 night sights. That's what I was referring to that I'm going to put on one of my Glocks. I have been using Trijicon HDs for several years now. So let me back up. Let's talk about the Trigicon HDs. And then let me talk about the XSF8 sights that I'm going to be using soon. So to answer Dave's question, here's what I like about Trigicon HDs. Now, there are two types out there. There are the Trigicon HD, the, the regular version, and then there's the HDXR. Uh, the HDXRs have a little bit more of a narrow front sight. I have not had a chance to test those. But right now I've got a Glock 19 in my hand. And I have a nice set of Trigicon HD sights. I have in my hand the yellow front dot. They also have orange front dot. And I have both. So what is it... Dave asked the question. What is it that I think helps me to, to shoot a little bit better? First of all, let me say... Your ability to shoot really does not depend too much on your sights. A little bit, a little bit, but not too much. It's it's going to be your grip and your trigger press. If you can establish and hold the proper grip, and you can hold your pistol still, as still as you possibly can. And if you can press the trigger without moving your sights much, that's most of the of the battle right there to be able to shoot well. Um, I, I've shot Glocks with the so called crappy Glock sites. How, how many of you listening to this right now agree that Glocks come out of the box with terrible, crappy sites? Right? I, I think most of you would probably agree with me on that, right? The, the sites are terrible. Guess what? I've shot well with those sites. It takes a little bit more concentration, it takes a little bit more effort. But you can do it, so don't let anybody tell you you can't shoot very well with the stock Glock sights. Now, the fact that they're plastic on most Glocks that you buy, the fact that they're plastic is not a good thing. It it means that, you know, they can break a lot easier but you can also buy glocks with metal sights now and you can buy them stock with the Ameriglo bold sights which are also very good. So let me talk about Trigicon HD sights. They help you a little bit with what I call front sight acquisition. The design is that even though they're night sights and in the dark they are three dot night sights the rear sight is mostly black with just small little bitty tritium vials in it and no outline on the tri- on the tritium vials. So it's pretty much a black rear sight which draws your eye naturally to the front sight. It draws your eye naturally to the front sight and that's what I think helps a little bit in sight acquisition and in speed and also a little bit in accuracy. The Trigicon HDs also have a nice wide U-notch in the back. Now, I like the U-notch. Some people don't. Some people say, no, I can't get used to that U-notch. When I talk about excess f 8s I'll give you a solution for that. I happen to like the U-notch, and it's wide enough. I still get a fair amount of light on each side of the front sight. The front sight still looks small enough in the front to be able to make precision shots, and it's big enough to be able to find it. And Of course, it's a bright yellow color or a bright orange color. So I think that's the major advantage right there Dave to answer your question. It draws my eye to the front sight which even if it's a split second it's it's faster, it's easier, it's more intuitive. Is the best way that I can put it. They're also very very strong metal sights and the rear sight has a nice ledge on it so in case you have to perform a one-handed manipulation like for example a uh, a one-handed reload you can easily rack the slide off your belt or off your holster by catching the rear sight on your belt or on your holster and that that's important and that's why I say plastic glock sights you know that they're eventually gonna break if you keep performing those kinds of drills now I've had people say, and I've I've seen people use a Glock with standard Glock sights that said that they've had them on there for years with no problem. But I wouldn't want to chance it. So when it comes to these Trigicon HDs, I highly recommend them. They're not cheap. I mean, I think I paid I think I paid hundred and forty dollars for this set and something like a hundred and fifty nine for the first set. I think I might have overpaid for the first set, but they're still worth it. They're still worth it, and. Uh, I have not had a chance to test how long the tritium lasts because supposedly the tritium lasts 10, 10 years and I haven't had these sites for 10 years. But they're bright as ever in low light or in uh, in almost darkness. So Dave, to answer your question, that's what I like. Uh, they're tall enough uh, and, and also, again, that wide U-notch in the rear it's one reason why i like and i i recommend Trijicon's not a sponsor so i'm not being paid or benefiting financially in any way i didn't get any free sites sent to me i bought these you guys and you know i review stuff that i use and i re- review it for your benefit you're the listener i hope that you guys support this show I hope that you join the shooters club at $8 a month or $75 a year or I hope that you take care of my sponsor concealment solutions whenever you need a holster things like that. So or 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 buy your Amazon. Do your Amazon shopping through my Amazon store at handgunworld.com. Those are all ways that you can support my show. This is a This is a a 95% listener-supported show. I don't have sponsors sending me a bunch of money. So, what that means is you're going to get honest, objective reviews from me. And I use this stuff that I talk about on this show, Modern Handgunner's YouTube channel, and uh, and various places where I record stuff. So, I really recommend these uh, Trigicon HDs. Now if you don't like the u-notch the u-shaped notch on the rear sight which some people don't that's one thing that intrigues me about these xs f8s now there's xs has designed these a little differently the rear sight is it's a square notch it's not a u-notch it's a it's a square shaped notch same kind of a night sight concept where there's uh, tritium vials in the rear sight, but it, it looks black when you present that pistol. When you bring that pistol up into your line of sight, you pretty much see a black rear with these, with these tiny little tritium vials. And it draws your eyes to the front sight. I bought the orange front sight. I have not put these on a Glock pistol yet. I bought them for a Glock 43, so I'm probably going to put them on my Glock 48 or 43X and, uh, and test them out. I'll get that done here within the next couple of weeks. But it, it, it's a little bit of a different concept where you sort of... Some people call this a dot the eye where you drop the front dot onto the, the dot that is in the, on the back site, on the rear sight. And uh, it's actually... I, I, I misspoke. It's actually one tritium vial on the rear sight at the bottom of the notch. So, I guess some people call that a 6 o'clock hold. Again, folks, I'm not an industry expert, so it's kind of hard for me to come up with the right terminology sometimes. But, there's one tritium vial on the rear sight. And then, what you're going to do is you're going to drop the front sight on top of that as you gain your sight picture. And, you're going to see that nice big orange front. And, you're basically going to lay that on top of the uh, the rear sight and uh, and there you go. And your sights are lined up. So that's a little bit of a different concept, which also can aid in shooting. Now, when I was at the competition match on Saturday, where I shot the CZ Scorpion, and I'm going to talk about that coming up. I had a little bit of a conversation about pistol sights with one of the other shooters that was there. And he also had Trijicon HDs on his pistol. He had them on an M&P pistol, and I asked him why he had Trijicon HDs. And he shared with me something interesting. He says, you know, they act like a fiber optic sight system. They act like fiber optic sights in the daytime. There's not a lot of difference between the HDs and a fiber optic sight because you get that bright orange or bright yellow or bright green front sight. And in the daytime, it's like you got a set of fiber optic sights and at nighttime you have a set of night sights. So it's pretty cool. It's kind of like the best of both worlds and uh, that's that's another reason why i like this so they're really all purpose sights in my opinion trigicon hd's xsf8 sights they're all purpose once again though you need to have the proper grip you need to have the proper trigger control and follow through and you really need to work on those techniques putting extra or putting fancy sights on your gun generally Is not going to make much of a difference unless you have good shooting technique. Ask me how I know that. (laughs) Oh, man, I've spent a lot of money on sights, iron sights, red dot sights, and everything, and realized that it's the knucklehead uh, behind the gun pressing the trigger that's a whole lot more important than the sights that are on the pistol. I'll tell you what, my M&Ps... The two M&Ps I have, one of them is completely stock. So it's got the stock three-dot, white-dot sights that Smith & Wesson puts on their pistols. I I can shoot it just fine. I can shoot it as well as I can shoot my Glocks with my Trigicon HDs. The only negative about the stock M&P sights is they're not night sights, which that's a whole different argument As to do you need night sights or not. That's a a matter of fact that might be a a subject that I will talk about coming up in a a future episode. Because there's two sides to that argument. Some people don't think you need them. Some people think that you must have them. So there you go. There's the answer to Dave's question or my answer. If you have some experience or some other ideas or comments that you'd like to share about sights, especially Trigicon HDs, XSF-8s, or any other type of sighting systems that are like this, and you want to share it, 210-646-1727 is my voicemail number for the Handgun World Podcast. 210-646-1727. Love to hear from you, put you on the show, talk about your comment or your question. So, quick break, and uh, when I come back, I'm going to talk about the CZ Scorpion that I got to shoot Last Saturday. Okay, so let me talk about the CZ Scorpion pistol. And uh, even though it was a carbine match, I was shooting the uh, the CZ Scorpion pistol. Now, if you go to their website czusa. dot com, it's actually the um, the CZ. What do they say here? CZ Scorpion Evo three S one pistol. And uh, I'll cover the specs with you real quickly, and then I'll give you some of my impressions when I shot this thing. In the competition match, uh, 20, 20 round mag capacity, nine millimeter is what I shot. Uh, CZ calls it a single action, and uh, five pounds, sixteen inches in length, height nine point four inches. Uh, oh, by the way, an ambidextrous thumb safety. I thought that was a a good benefit, uh, a real good benefit. So you know, it's it's right hand and left hand friendly, smooth. Shooter, smooth shooter. I had zero malfunctions. Ben asked me uh, about a week and a half or two weeks ago if I wanted to shoot the CZ Scorpion in the uh, in the upcoming match, upcoming IDPA style match. And even though it's a carbine match and this is actually a pistol, I decided to go ahead and try it anyway. Very easy to use. Very easy to use. It had an optic on on top of it. It had a um, it had a Sig Romeo Five optic. Uh, which I thought was really good. It was it was very good, and uh, I I thought it was really I thought it was a well designed little self defense gun. So you know if you if you want a uh, an off body carry, I mean I just couldn't see carrying this on body. It's got a nice Picatinny rail on it and everything. If if you wanted to carry this thing, oh an eleven inch Picatinny rail, perfect for uh, for optics and things like that. And you want to backpack carry this or off body it or whatever I, I think it 's a great it 's a great gun for that. I shot the first two stages with it, and it ran well. no malfunctions of any kind. Uh, it was dirty it wasn 't cleaned. Ben and I probably put over two hundred rounds through that thing in the competition match, and didn 't have any malfunctions. I thought it 's a little different to uh, a little difficult to perform reloads you know i 'm used to shooting. Uh, an AR, if I'm going to shoot something like that, an AR pistol, and being, you know, releasing the magazine was a little bit different. I had to do it with my, with the thumb on my weak hand, and that's okay. I don't mind doing that, but it's in a completely different position, just not quite as intuitive. And the charging handle is up towards the front of the weapon, which I'm not a big fan of that either. I don't like putting my hand up towards the front, and I'm not used to it. I'm not used to it. So I'm used to charging it from, you know, behind the receiver, and uh, and grabbing the handle back there. But the ergonomics of that uh, CZ Scorpion, that you know, the ergonomics are great. Uh, there were a lot of moving. It was a lot of moving and shooting on the first stage, and that's an easy, nice gun to move around with. And again, I was shooting the nine millimeter version of it, and uh, I I just thought it was a very soft recoiling. Uh, large pistol and you know with a with a real nice optic on it and i was impressed i was impressed the manual of arms would take a little getting used to so like i said you have to be able to um, practice a lot you have to be able to practice a lot with that because if you're used to shooting an ar for example the the controls and the uh, the levers and things and the way you operate that CZ Scorpion is going to be significantly different than if you're used to shooting an AR pistol. So be prepared for that if you choose to shoot a gun like this. But overall, I'm impressed. I mean, wow! Load that thing up with something like Federal HST 147 grain uh, concealed carry ammo, and I think you're going to have a formidable weapon with a uh, with a 20 plus one capacity that's easy to put into a backpack or a large bag or if if it's legal where you are to conceal it inside of a, a vehicle or something like that, well, you know, then I I think that'd be very, very difficult for you to beat. And again, like I said, I'm not not a firearms industry insider or expert. So I'm giving you an everyday guy's point of view and how I look at it from an everyday man's perspective. And I'm impressed. Um, I didn't realize at first that it was going to shoot real low because uh, Ben had it zeroed for 25 yards. And... I didn't expect it to be shooting low. So the first stage I was shooting everything three to four inches low. And then I realized, well, Bob, you knucklehead, uh, you need to compensate for that and just aim three or four inches high and (laughs) problem solved, right? Then I'm putting everything in the center. I'm zeroing out every target when I just learned to aim a little higher because I was shooting everything at close range and uh, and Ben had the optic sighted in at 25 yards. So, how many of you are looking for uh, a nice large pistol that's not a typical handgun, something you're going to have off-body or in a backpack or something like that? You know, if you are, uh, consider that CZ Scorpion. And again, CZ is not a sponsor of mine. And I'm not benefiting by talking about their gun. I'm just saying I'm impressed with it. Reliable. No malfunctions. I didn't have any. Ben didn't have any malfunctions. It was, It was perfect. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it and you know it, it comes it, their website says it comes with their with their low profile sights a- and the rear sight has four aperture sizes now that didn't apply to the one i shot because uh, those were removed and it had a uh, a sig romeo 5 red dot on it however uh, i think cz builds good stuff so i think You'd be very pleased, even if you didn't spend the money, to put an optic on this uh, this nice big pistol. It has a 7-inch barrel. So, you know, if you got 147 grain ammo, for example, out of that 7-inch barrel, I think you're going to get good performance from that ammunition. Now, one thing else I want to point out that CZ says on their website, they have an arm brace adapter for it, which... Um, easily adds, you can add an AR-style pistol buffer tube uh, to the rear of the action and then use the arm brace for stability. So that's something that you might want to consider Their MSRP says $849, which you can probably do a lot better than that typically. MSRPs are just quite a bit high typically. And even so, and even if you had to pay somewhere close to that 849 price tag, if you're looking for that kind of a weapon, uh, i I was impressed with the c z scorpion and again i 'm not just talking without ever having shot it. I actually went out and shot a competition match with it, and that 's where i 'm getting my opinions from so again, I like to make sure that it 's something that i 've handled and something that i 've shot so let me talk about personal preference personal preference a lot of people like weapons like that, and, and trust me, it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun, you know i said many times, one of the best things about shooting, and especially competition matches, is they're just so much fun. It's hard to find a place where you can go shoot a gun and have more fun for $25 and, and 100 rounds of ammo than a competition match. So, go to one. Just go participate if you haven't. And, and take something like this. If you buy some kind of a weapon like one of these uh, large CZ Scorpion pistols, or you've got something else like it, or even an AR pistol or whatever... Go go to a go to a match where they allow those. Find one and go shoot it because it's a lot of fun. It is a lot more fun than sometimes than shooting a handgun. I'm not saying shooting handguns are not fun, but shooting something like a CZ Scorpion is just so much more fun. But personal preference, I, I'll just stick with a large handgun if I'm going to use something off body carry. I'm either just going to use a large handgun, like if I'm going to put it into a bag or a backpack. Or I'll just carry my uh, a one of my ARs Uh, if it's if it's going to be in my vehicle or something like that for some reason uh, I would just I'd rather have a real rifle you know instead of something that imitates a rifle and that's kind of some of you are going to argue with me on this some of you are going to argue with me on it but I think weapons like this they just all they do is they imitate a rifle. They they imitate it and even though they're classified as a pistol and of course they really are a pistol because of the this one here in particular because of the seven inch barrel length, but you know, it's still rather heavy. I mean it's five pounds. Uh, you know, there aren't too many five pound pistols out there. So if I'm gonna be putting something in a backpack, I am gonna wanna try to keep it as light as I can. And I'd be perfectly me, I'd be perfectly happy with a with a Glock thirty four or M and P pro. Or some large pistol that I'm real familiar with using and I have a ton of accessories for it I'd be perfectly happy with that or if I'm going to be having a a larger weapon then give me my rifle give me an AR rifle Uh, one of the benefits of this uh, CZ Scorpion it does have an ambidextrous thumb safety I thought that was a real good feature doesn't matter if you're left-handed or right-handed it's got a built-in from the factory ambidextrous ambidextrous thumb safety i always struggle with that word ambidextrous thumb safety uh so let me talk about trigger reach real quick um it's it's an easy trigger reach this this cc scorpion evo 3 s1 pistol it's going to fit just about anybody's hand so, uh, you know, some of these weapons can get a little bit tough for someone with small hands to operate. Not the CZ Scorpion. Now, I, I don't have small hands. I got relatively large fingers. I don't have fat hands, but I got large fingers. I mean, long, long fingers. So, I got no problem. Uh, like, for example, Glocks. Glocks fit my hand just fine. Some people say, well, a Glock, Glock will never fit my hand. And, and it might not. But for me, it fits just fine. So is this, uh, this CZ Scorpion uh, pistol. It it fit my hand just fine. No problem. And most people, I think, are going to have no problem with, with their hands fitting and operating this gun. And all the controls, even though you have to get used to them, if you're used to shooting some type of an AR pistol or something like that, you're going to have to retrain yourself and you're going to have to stick with a CZ Scorpion if that if you want to have a larger pistol like that because if you keep switching between that and an AR and an AK pistol for example I think you're going to be in trouble because you're going to be fumbling around looking for how do I how do I charge this thing how do I reload it again and and so forth so overall on a scale of 1 to 10 I would give this a 7.5 to an 8 and you know that that's pretty good, because in my book, nothing gets a 10, and uh really, in in my book nothing nothing even gets much above a nine because all weapons have flaws, but the biggest flaw, remember, the biggest flaw is the brain and the hands that are operating the weapon. <laughs> I know some of you probably didn't want to hear that, but you know it's true. Uh, I'm the biggest flaw. That any weapon has. And as long as I correct what's going on with me, most weapons will do the job that they're designed to do if the knucklehead behind the trigger, uh, and that would be me, the shooter, if I do what I'm supposed to do. And I have no doubt that the CZ Scorpion would do exactly what it needs to do and probably even more if you can do the same. So, thumbs up, seven and a half to... Okay, let let me give this a 7.75. How's that? I'll give it a 7.75 rating on a scale of 1 to 10. So, another quick break and I'll be right back. Okay, let me finish this brief episode with uh, some modern survival, personal development stuff. From time to time, I like to put information like this that's non-shooting related, that's life related into my podcast. Because so many people over the years have helped me. And so I want to give back. So I want to talk about mental space. What is in your mental space? What are you putting in your mind? And I specifically want to talk about negativity. It's something that that you know all my life i have uh, tried the best i can not to get too frustrated my son said to me the other day he said dad you need to start lightening up about things i get a little too frustrated too easily and that's because uh what i'm putting into my mental space that i have you know we all have a limited amount of mental space Uh, you have a lot more than you think you do but you can fill it up quickly with a lot of negativity and um and frustration, and you're only going to be as frustrated as you allow yourself to be. And it's hard for me. I, I say this because you know one of the reasons why I do these podcasts. I've told you for many, many years. Uh, you know, I've I've been doing this podcast here for eight and a half years, and I told you that one of the reasons why I do this is it helps me. From from the very first episode I did, episode one, I have learned something every time I do one of these podcasts. If you want to learn something, give a presentation on it. I'll say that again. If you want to learn something and learn it well, give a presentation on it or teach it to somebody. Because you gotta, you gotta learn it. You gotta be at almost expert level to be able to give a presentation on it. Or even if you're not expert level, you have to be at a at a pretty proficient level. You know, we all start off un- unconscious, incompetent. And then we become consciously incompetent, where we know we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing. And then we become consciously competent. We know that we're good. See? it, But that's not where it stops. You want to be unconsciously competent. Where you don't even have to think about what you're supposed to do next. You just do it. Because you've done it so many times. Well, it's the same thing with your mental space. Are you controlling your mental space? When something frustrates you or when something starts to get you irritated or worked up what are you doing with it? Where are you putting it? You know, do you unconsciously know exactly, okay, you know what? I'm going to cut that thought off. I'm going to put it somewhere else. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm not going to allow myself to go there or or do you get all worked up about it because you know, you can tire yourself out. And you can tire your mind out quickly. And uh, I find that Reading the Word of God helps me a lot. Most of you know I'm a Christian believer. Uh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And when I read uh, the Bible, actually I listen to the Bible, I have a, an app, um, the Bible in one year, I listen to the Bible, and that just, that helps me. It helps me from time to time. But if you don't have the same kind of belief system I do, if you don't have, if you're not a Christian, that's fine. That's okay. Just find some, po- some, some positive motivational tools. Um, For me, for me, uh, you know, my my Bible is motivational because it gives me a lot of good hope. But I also am a big fan of motivation and personal development. Uh, Tom Hopkins, uh, I worked for him for seven years when I was in my 20s. Jim Rohn, who you've heard me talk about on this uh, podcast before. Jim Rohn and Tom Hopkins were my two early mentors when I was in my 20s and my 30s. And they helped me out a lot. Dave Ramsey today is also another one of my positive inspirations as well. So putting thoughts from people like these people in your head, it'll also help you with your shooting too. Trust me, it'll help you with your shooting. Because some people psych themselves out when they go to a shooting range or when they go to a competition match or even a training class. Some people have a tendency, I've seen this, when Ben and I were doing a lot of teaching, I've seen people pretty much psych themselves out even before the class started. They would say things like, "Well, you know, I'm I'm going to give this a a, a try. Uh, I'm not sure how well I'm going to do, but I- I'm going to give it a try." Uh, you know, don't don't just say you're going to give it a try. Tell yourself you're going to master it. And uh, if you fall short of mastering it, that's okay. At least you set the bar high. You you decided you were going to master it, and you didn't you didn't just tell yourself, well, oh, I'm just going to give it a try and see what happens." Um. And that's that, that's what I'm saying about your mental space. What are you what are you putting in in your mental space and in your mind? What are you telling yourself on a day-to-day basis? It's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to and and trust me, you know what? I like to give up sometimes. Unfortunately, I'll say that I like to give up. Um and then somebody or something persuades me to to keep on trying until I hit my goal. And do I always hit my goals? No. Uh, No, I don't. Does everybody always hit their goals? No, most people never hit all the goals that they want. But you know what the good thing is? Even though they don't hit all the goals that they want, they set a lot of goals. They set a lot of goals and they they write them down and they never stop trying. So if they only hit 75 or 80% of those goals, that's still a lot of achievement. So think about that. And uh, that's it. That's it for this episode. Once again, I want to remind you, the voicemail number is 210-646-1727. I always love emails. You can email me at handgunworld at com. Remember to be watching our YouTube channel, Modern Handgunners, or you can go to modernhandgunners.com and stream off of the website, my Amazon store, and the Shooter's Club to give me some financial support, and last but not least, iTunes reviews. If you use iTunes to listen to this show, how about giving me a review and putting it up there? With all that said, folks, remember, I'm Bob Main. You've just listened to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast, and I carry a gun because I can't carry a cop, but the most important thing to remember is that evil does not exist in the holster. It exists in the hearts of men and women. So, shoot straight, shoot safe. I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.